Okay, so we'll pick it up from Daf Lamid um, Lamid Amid Beis. Actually, we're more up to Lamid Aleph Amid Aleph. Let me spend two minutes to explain what that last Mishnah and Gemara was doing, because I think it's very important. The halacha is that if you have an erva that has a co-wife, then the co-wife is exempt. Okay. So the Mishnah talked about what happens if you don't know whether she's a co-wife or not. Meaning, you don't know whether the erva is a real wife. How so? Suffolk Kedushin or Suffolk Gerishin? You're not sure whether she's a wife, meaning, what's the case of Suffolk Kedushin? So the case is where you're in Rishas Arabim. So in Rishas Arabim, each person has Dalad Amis. If you throw the Kedushin to her, within Dalad Amis of her, then it's Mekudish. Outside of her Dalad Amis, it's not Mekudish. Suffolk, you're not sure whether it got to her or not. So meaning... Up to this point, she's a woman who's married to a man, no erva, she should do yibam. All of a sudden, this woman, this erva is now Suffolk Kedushin, so she might be a co-wife of an erva, might not be. So the halacha is, when the man dies, she does chalitza. Okay. Gerishin, the Gemara does not say is the same case of where you threw it to her, not sure whether it got to her or not. The Gemara does not say that. The Mishnah does not list that as the case of Suffolk Gerishin. The case of Suffolk Gerishin, the Mishnah says, is where it's a valid get da'iraisa, but da'irabon, and it's not a valid get. Like, you didn't write the date. Okay, so it's a valid get da'iraisa, but not da'irabon. Meaning, you have the two wives, they're married, they're co-wives for years. So she should just go free. All of a sudden, there's a Suffolk Gerishin, so she might have to do Yibam, might have to not do Yibam. So we say, do Chalitza. Okay. That was yesterday's, that was the Mishnah. The Gemara Estakasha, which is, why is it that by Gittin, the case of Suffolk Gittin is where it's a valid get? It's a valid get Daraisa. Why doesn't it say, Suffolk Kedushin is where you threw it to her, you're not sure whether it got to her or not? Suffolk Kedushin. By Gittin, that's not the case. Gittin, it's a valid get, it just doesn't have a date. Why don't you say Gittin also? It's Suffolk, you threw it to her, you're not sure whether it got to her or not. That's a Suffolk get. Why is that not listed? So the Mishnah, the Gemara said, the reason is, because basically like this, in the case where she's actually married to the co-wives, she has a chazaka that she should go free, because she's the co-wife of Anerva. She has a chazaka that she should go free. Throwing a get to the co-wife, meaning potentially removing the erva, right? If the get is a valid get, that means the erva is gone. Then she does yibum. If the get is not a valid get, then she is free, because she's the co-wife of an erva. Because she should go free, she's a chazaka that she should go free, the status quo is that she's been a co-wife of this erva for 10 years, she should go free, throwing a get near her, maybe not near her, is not enough to free her. Okay, so meaning you stay by status quo. The status quo is that she should go free. Throwing a get near her is not enough. It has to be a valid get, deraisa, in order to require her to do chalitza. So then the Gemara says, Kedushin also, why don't you say the same thing? Her status quo is that she's the only wife. She should do Yibam. For 10 years she should do Yibam. So you should keep the status quo. Meaning, if you're saying that keep the status quo, and that's why by Gittin, it's not enough to be near her because that's only a suffix. And the status quo is that she should go free. So if you throw it to her, you're not sure whether it got near her or not, she still goes free. And for it to be a suffix, it actually has to be a valid get deraisa, because we want to keep the status quo, the chazaka. So why don't you say the same thing by Kedushin? She should do yibum. She's the only wife. Her status quo is to do yibum. All of a sudden, you're throwing money at the co-wife, at the erva. Maybe she's a co-wife, maybe she's not. Uh, chalitza. Why don't you say the same thing? Keep a status quo. So the Gemara said, chalitza is just a chumrah. It's just a chumrah. Meaning, you're right. Status quo, really, she should do yibum. Okay, so we tell her to do chalitza. 
So the Gemara says, but it's a Chumra Asilu De Kula, and this is how we ended yesterday. It's a Chumra Asilu De Kula. Why? You have this erva that you threw the Kedushan at. Maybe it's Kedushan, maybe it's not, right? So you're saying, it's really not Kedushan. It's a, it's a Chumra. Meaning, really, she should do Yibam. The Kawa should do Yibam because she's the only wife. Really, we don't really consider. The Chazaka tells you, keep a status quo. Status quo is that this woman's not involved. But we'll be machmer. The problem is it's a chumrah asli de kula. Why? What if another man gives um, gives the erva a real kedushin? Right. So the erva had a suffic kedushin, and you're saying it's not really a kedushin; it's just a suffic. But people in people's minds, because you're telling the co-wife to do chalitza, they'll think, "Oh, wow, they're actually co-wives. I guess she's really married." Then a guy goes over to the erva who has a suffic kedushin, gives her actual kedushin. What's the halacha? She should need to get from both. But in people's minds. They're going to say, no, well, if the co-wife needed a chalitza, that means that she was already married. Forget it. The second condition doesn't count. Meaning, so that chumrah that you're making her do, do a chalitza, that could lead to a kula, because people are going to get confused whether the co-wife is actually married or not. So the Gemara says, this is how we ended it, the top of the line, the Lamed Alf, Kivin de Kamitzah chalitza, made the yadah de chumrah v'almahu. The answer is, whenever you tell people to do chalitza, everyone knows it's just a chumrah. Everyone knows it's just a chumrah. Okay. So the Gemara now will start today's daf. Here's the deal. By Gittin, we did not list the case where you threw the get Suffolk close to her, Suffolk close to him. Why? Because we said, it's not a real get. It's not a good get. Meaning, we keep the status quo. The status quo is that they're co-wives. And she should go free. If you threw the get to the erva, Suffolk car of law, Suffolk car of law, it's not listed in the Mishnah. Why? Because that's not enough. That's not enough. It could lead to confusion. It's not, it's not enough. It's not enough to actually divorce her. And we want her to be able to do Yibam. So the Gemara says, So the Gemara says, Why not list it in the Mishnah? Make the wife do Chalitza. And people know it's just a Chumrah. Meaning, everyone, meaning, when you throw a get, Suffolk Karavloi, Suffolk Karavloi, it's really not a good get. And really, the, co-wife, the, 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 the wife who's not an Erva should just go free. And that's why we said we don't want her anything. We want her to be able to go free. The woman says, just write that she has to do chalitza. And we'll know it's a chumrah. Like, what are you afraid of? Chalitza never hurts, basically. So just write that you need a chalitza. You're like, oh, well, Chazaka tells you that she's really, to, she should go free. Okay, fine. So let her do chalitza. What does it hurt? So the Gemara says, Here's the problem with chalitza. If you tell someone to do chalitza, they might do yibam. And this woman is really free. And if you do Yibam, that's Chayv Karis. So we don't want to just do Chalitza because we're afraid if you do Chalitza, you might do Yibam. That's why Chalitza is not such a good idea. So the Gemara says, okay. Why about Kedushin? Right? Kedushin, the case is where she is really married to the guy. Really, the co-wife is not really involved. And she should do Yibam. You threw the Kedushin to the Erva, Safik Karavlai, Safik Karavlai. So we said, it's really, she's really nothing. Let the co-wife do chalitza. Really, the co-wife should do yibam. Let her do chalitza. What does it hurt? So the says, but now you're telling me it does hurt because chalitza can lead to yibam. So you're saying that like chalitza doesn't hurt. It could hurt. You're telling me chalitza can lead to yibam. So why are you not worried about that by the case of kedushin? So the gemara says The answer is because she should do yibam. Meaning, the case of kedushin where there is no co-wife, she really should do yibam. Even if you tell her to be machmer and do chalitza, what's the worst case scenario? She does yibum. She should do yibum. Really, meikar adin, she should do yibum. By gerishin, meikar adin, she's free. So therefore, basically, the, sum, the, the conclusion of the Gemara is that we go, whenever there's a suffix, when you throw the kedushin or you throw the get, and it's close to him, close to her, we're not sure, 
the 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 halacha is meikar hadin, it's nothing. Meikar hadin, we go with the way it was before. So by the case of Gerishin, that means before they were co-wives, she's free, and we don't want her. To, we don't want to write do chalitza because we're afraid that she might do do yibam, which is actually chayv karis. By kedushin, means that case is that she's the only wife. She should do yibam. We'll tell her to do chalitza because worst case scenario, she does yibam. She should do yibam. But that's the point. The point is we go with the status quo before the Misa. The situation before the Misa, that's the Iker Hadin. And the reason why by Gitin we don't list that case in the Mishnah, we never list the case by the Erva, that it's Suffolk Gerish and Suffolk not Gerish into the case, is because before the Get, she was a co-wife and she should go free. And we don't want her to do Yibum because she's not allowed to do Yibum. And we're not even going to tell her to do Chalitza lest she might do Yibum. And that's why the Mishnah will not list the case of get of get in a suffikar of Eloi, suffikar of law, because the Mishnah does not believe that that's a real option. You understand what I mean? Meaning when she's actually, when they're two co-wives, and the, the man is married to two of them, for it to be a suffik get, it has to be a valid get dairaisa, an invalid dairabona. Because if it's a suffik get, straight up, like you threw the get, you're not sure whether it got to her, we're just going to go with chazaka. Chazaka is that they were married. Get, get is nothing. That, that's the Gemara's conclusion. Therefore, the Mishnah will never list suffik karv law, suffik karv law. Here's the Gemara's kasha. So here's the deal. Right now we're saying that for a get, basically, this is the rule. We go by the status quo of the marriage pre-Suffolk. A Suffolk get is not a thing. For it to be a Suffolk get, it has to be a valid get deraisa, invalid derabona. That's the rule. We're not going to make a Suffolk get anything, meaning meaning we're not going to... Anytime there's a Suffolk, you'll just say, well, do chalitza, right? That's just always the status quo, right? Whenever you're not sure, Suffolk, just do chalitza. We're not going to do that because we're afraid chalitza can lead to yivam. And therefore, when it comes to yivamos, for it to be a Suffolk get, Suffolk get is nothing. We, we don't count Suffolk That's the rule. Here's the problem. The problem is this Mishnah in Daf Samach Zayin lists a Suffolk regarding Yibam. So you're telling me that Suffolk is nothing. Uh, Mishnah says it, it is something. The Mishnah says like this. Here's the case. You have two co-wives. One's an Erva. Let's say one's a sister. Okay? So you got the two brothers... Two brothers are married to two sisters, so Reuben and Shimon are married to two sisters, and Shimon also has a co-wife. As we said before, if Shimon's wife, the sister, dies, and then Shimon dies, then the wife will do Yibam, according to the first Mishnah, because at the time of death, there's no erva. What happens, the Mishnah says the case was, there was an explosion in the house, the husband and the wife and one of the sisters died. So the question is, what does the co-wife do? Meaning, if the husband died first... That means when he died, there were two co-wives. Meaning, the husband and the sister did not survive. They both died. But we don't know which one died first. If the husband died first, that means that when he died, there were two wives, one of them being an erva, so then the co-wife is exempt. If the sister died first, that means that the co-wife does yibam. Because when the husband died, she was the lone wife. And it all matters by when the husband dies. So we don't know what to do. So the Gemara says it's a suffix. Chaylatzas. Okay. So says the Gemara, Amai, Hachanami, Neme Ishizu Becheskas, Hetelushkohimedes, Musavagatabaloyis, Altasar Misafik. It's the same Kasha, meaning, if you're telling me that you go by the status quo, the status quo is that there were two wives, right? The case of Gitin, right? You have the two wives, the co wives, and you threw the get close to her, not close to her, she's not sure. The halach is, go with the way it was. The way it was that there, there were co wives, exempt. And don't say Chalitza because it could lead to Yibam. So how come over there you don't know? 
Um, no, it's it's the same. It's the same. It's a suffix. It's a suffix of whether she's married or not. It's a suffix of whether she's the co-wife of an ever or not. This one is because of Gideon. That one is because of an uh, earthquake or explosion. Oh, yeah, suffix the Raisa with the Git, and it was just suffix the Rabbanon. That's the whole. The whole premise is we're not moving forward with it because it was suffix the Rabbanon only. No, not suffix the Rabbanon. Is that it's a suffix Get. It's not a valid Get the Raisa. I mean, it's not a Vada Get the Raisa. It's a suffix Get. Could be suffix the Raisa Get, but it's a suffix Get. I mean, the, the question is, by Gittin, we, we do not, when it's a suffix, a straight-up suffix, like valid get or not, we don't say do chalitza because we're afraid to lead to do yibam. But in that case, when the house fell on the wife and the, and the husband, and it's a suffix, it's the same type of suffix, just one suffix Gittin, one suffix in order of death. It's a suffix of whether there are co-wives. Over there, we say do chalitza. Why aren't you afraid that if we tell you to do chalitza, they'll lead to do yibam? I mean, what's the difference? By the get case... We're not. We're afraid to say chalitza because it could lead to do yibum. If you tell her to do chalitza, people might do yibum. But in that case, in the case of the the earthquake, whatever, we're not afraid of that. Why not? So the Gemara says, First of all, very simple. Uh, which one's more common? A get case is much more common. So by the get, Chazal asserted, Chazal said, don't do chalitza because it can lead to yibam. And Chazal were interested enough to make that gzera because it was very common. The earthquake case is incredibly rare, and therefore it was never on the Chazal's radar. So over there, we'll actually allow chalitza. We're not af- Why aren't you afraid? If you do chalitza, people do yibam. The answer is, how common is that? Meaning, the, the, the rule is, in general, we do go with Chazaka. We go with the, the, the status quo before the question arose. The status quo in both cases is that they're co-wives and they should go free. And if both cases would do Yibam, that would probably be a really, really bad thing. Because you're potentially doing Yibam with a woman who should not be doing Yibam. By the Gittin case, we say, just go free. Don't even do Chalitza because it's to Yibam. By the earthquake case, we say, do Chalitza. Why? Because how common is that? Well, what's, the, what's the concern? It happens once a uh, 25 years. So, like, when it happens, the Rabbanim will tell them what to do. Conceptually. Right. Anytime there's any doubt. So the Gemara says, or another answer, rational. In the case of the get, both women are in front of you, right? You know exactly what happened. There were cameras. There were witnesses. We just don't know if it, if it was close to her or close to him, right? We don't know if it was her daladamas or his daladamas. If Chazal say do chalitza, you know what people are going to say? You could probably do even. I mean, people are not going to think that chalitza is just a being a chumrah. They'll say, well, listen, the rabbis looked at the situation. If they're telling you to do chalitza, that means that you are not really co-wives. You could probably do yibum. In the case of the earthquake, everyone knows no one knows what happened. It's not like, oh, if you do chalitza, maybe you should Everyone knows. There were no cameras. Everyone knows nobody knows what happened. It's clearer to everyone that that chalitza is just being machmer. As opposed to the case of Gittin, people will legitimately think, well, he threw her the get. Uh, it looked close to her. If Chazal said to do chalitza, then you, you could probably do yibum also. It's probably equal. The case of the mapoilis, everyone knows. You, the Rabbonim are not prophets. They, how could they know what happened? How are they supposed to know who died first? It's impossible to know. Humans can't know such a thing. Everyone knows that it's impossible to know, and therefore, if you tell them to do chalitza, no one's going to think, oh, you could probably do yibum. Everyone knows that that's a chumrah. 
By the gitten, you could legitimately get confused. That's why by gitten, we'll never say suffolk car of law, suffolk car of law, to require chalitza because it could easily lead to evil. Here's the problem. The problem is there is a Mishnah later on that legitimately says suffolk car of law, suffolk car of law, you need chalitza. Which we just got finished saying we don't do. There is a Mishnah um, in gitten that clearly says it. The Mishnah says like this. You have a woman who's in Rosh Hashanah, and you threw it to her. So, if it gets within her Dalet Amis, it's again. If it's not within her Dalet Amis, it's within your Dalet Amis, then in If it's 50-50, meaning you're not sure. It's a suffix get. What does that mean? And the Gemara over there gives us what it means to suffocate. What halacha? So first of all, First of all, if he's a Kayan, he can't live with her anymore because she might be a divorcee. And if she's the co-wife of an Erva, I mean, she's the Erva and she is a co-wife, then the co-wife does Chalitza. You see clearly, that's a case where it's a suffix kar of law, suffix kar of law, and we say it needs chalitza. Yet our Mishnah, we said, will not list such a case because we're afraid the chalitza could lead to Yibam. It's a straight-up contradiction. No. Stam. It's literally the exact same case. You have two wives. One's in Erva, one's not in Erva. You threw the get to the Erva. Safikar of law, Safikar of law. Our Mishnah refused to say chalitza by the co-wife because it could lead to Yibam. This Mishnah says it. So what's the difference? So the Gemara says, you know what the difference is? How many witnesses are there? The Gemara says like this. The Gemara says the, the Gemara says the difference is how many people in the case where you throw the get right and it's Safikar of Law Safikar of Law, Armisha refused to say Chalitza because. It's not really it's not really a divorce. And if you say Chalitza, people are gonna think it's a divorce. But that Mishnah said Chalitza. So what's the difference? The Gemara says, How many witnesses are there? That Mishnah is where there are four witnesses. One group of witnesses says it was close to her, one witness group of witnesses says it was close to him. And the Mishnah feels that once you have one group of witnesses says that it's a valid divorce, even though you have other group of witnesses that disagree, it's a suffix Doraisa. Huh? Yeah, exactly. But in our Mishnah, we're talking about where there's one group of witnesses, one witness says close to him, one witness close says close to her, and for some reason the Mishnah feels that that's only Durabona. By the way, the premise, understanding why it makes a difference, I don't know. Meaning, in both cases, you don't have a clear conclusion of what happened. But the Gemara feels that if there's only one witness that says divorce, one witness says not divorce, that's Durabona. When there's two witnesses that's divorced and two witnesses not divorced, even though they cancel each other out, they're completely canceled out, that's already Suffolk. I, I don't understand why exactly. That's the Gemara Sims. So therefore, our Mishnah refuses to say it. It's because it's one witness for each. It's not two witnesses. The Gemara says, how do you know that our Mishnah is talking about one witness for each? The Gemara says, How do you know that our Mishnah is talking about where there's only one set of witnesses? Maybe our Mishnah is saying the same thing as getting these two witnesses. The answer is, do me the Kedushin. It has to be similar to the case of Kedushin where you threw the money to her. And that's only one set of witnesses. How do you know that's one set of witnesses? How do you know by Kedushin it's one set of witnesses? Right, we're saying by Gittin, 
it's one set of witnesses because Kedushin is one set and Kedushin, how do you know it's one set of witnesses? Maybe it's two set of witnesses. Maybe two people say that the Kedushin was close to her. Two people say it's close to him. How do you know that Kedushin is one? The answer is, It's a strange thing. The case of Kedushin, remember, is where you have a husband and wife, just one wife. They've been married for 10 years. She should do Yibam when the husband dies. But before the husband died, he threw money to this erva, Suffolk Karavla is Suffolk Karavla. It's a Suffolk Kedushin. And we said that because it's a Suffolk Kedushin, really you should go with the status quo, that she's the only wife. And because it's a Suffolk, do Chalitza. The Gemara says that has to be one witness says it's close to her, one witness says it's close to him. Why? Because if there are two witnesses that said that it was close to her, but two witnesses said it was close to him, meaning two witnesses says it's not a valid Kedushin, the Kedushin is completely disregarded and she could do Yivu. That's the Gemara says. Meaning, when there's one witness that says... That, that it's not a valid Kedushin, okay, do Chalitza. But if there's two witnesses that say a valid kedu- it's not a valid Kedushin, even though two witnesses say it's a valid Kedushin, for sure not a good Kedushin, for sure she's the lone wife, and she should do evil. Because of the status quo, and then the Aiden, yeah. saying, give it a bit more power? Is that what's... The Gemara instantly questions why. The Gemara says, Kaimi Aiden v'ka'omri karav lo v'atam v'tisiyab. The Gemara says, you're telling me that there are two witnesses that say that, that she has a co-wife. But because our two witnesses say she doesn't have a co-wife, she should do yibum. That doesn't make any sense. Like, what? like that doesn't make any sense. The Gemara says va'oid v'su b'shtei um, nami sveik derabonni dami uki tre lahadi tre v'yishokim b'chazkas v'chazaka. The Gemara also says I don't understand the difference. We had a question before. Our Mishnah refuses to say suffik by kedu by gerishin where it's suffik karav loy suffik karav lo chalitza because chalitza might lead to yibum, but gitin says it. So we said, well, what's the difference? Oh, because Gittin, there's two sets of witnesses. So that's like a Suffolk Doraisa. Our mission is one set of witnesses. What's the difference? Well, why is it that when there's one witness on either side, it's a Suffolk Doraisa? Because one witness is meaningless. If there's two witnesses on either side, they're also meaningless. They cancel each other out. There's no difference. The Gemara says, why are you assuming that when there's two witnesses on either side, oh, one witness, our Mishnah says, it's only one witness. Don't say Chalitza. Two witnesses say Chalitza. There's no difference. One's witnesses are canceled out. Two against two is equal to one to one. There's no difference. And a hundred against a hundred is equal to one to one. It's all the same. So I don't even understand the Chilak. Like, oh, the Mishnah in Gin is willing to say Chalitza because it's a Suffolk. Our Mishnah, don't say Chalitza because it's only one witness against one witness. So there's two against two. Two against two is also the same as one against one. It's all the same. How do I know this? The Gemara says, Barshatya was a man who, it's actually looking back, he was probably bipolar. It's actually interesting. He's probably bipolar. No, seriously. Or, or he was manic or maybe schizophrenic. He was a person that had times where he was crazy and time that he was clear-headed. Just depending on when you, when you got him. He was probably one of these things. So the question is always, is, is his sales valid? Meaning, is his kinyan invalid? So, like, so that you'd always have to bring witnesses to say what state of mind he was in. So the question is, what happens if you're not sure? So the Gemara says, the Barshati This Barshatia sold a house. Yeah. Two witnesses come forward and say he sold the house when he was clear-headed, valid sale. Two witnesses said, no, no, we were there. Shaita. Two against two. What's the halacha? Ravashi says the two cancel each other and you go by the chazaka, you go by the status quo was before. So too it is in the case of Gittin, if she had a co-wife, 
which means that for 10 years there were two wives. One of them was an erva. That means that the status quo is that she goes free. Oh, he threw the get. Two against two, Suffolk. No. Two against two is canceled out, which means you go back to the status quo before. So we back to our original question, which is why does our mission not say it? That's the question. The mission in Gitin is willing to say a case where you threw the get, Suffolk car of law, Suffolk car of law. Our mission says it by Kedushin, but not by Gitin. So we've had an omen and a half of trying to like explain, because Chazak, uh, it's, it's uh, lead to Yivamas. You know the Gemara answers? Who had them? It meant it. The Gemara says that when it ca- said the case of Kedushin, that you threw it close to him, close to her, eh, Gitin also. It just didn't speak it out. Meaning, we spent the last daf assuming that the omission was on purpose. That it listed by Kedushin a case where you threw it to him, Suffolk Car of Law, Suffolk Car of Law. By Gittin, it didn't say that case. By Gittin, it said a case of a valid Doraisa, but invalid Dorabonon, meaning missing the uh, signatures, missing the, the, the date. But it never listed the case where you threw the get. So we assumed, because that's different. The Gemara says, no, it's not different. It's, it, it should be there. It's just the Misha didn't want to list every case. So that is a suffix, and then you would need to do chalitza, like it says in, in Gitin, in the mission in Gitin. So throw out everything we said for the last half. So the Gemara says, <laughs> means you're supposed to learn from comparisons, meaning, <laughs> it listed that case by Kedushin, it meant it by Gerushin as well. I, it didn't speak it out? Okay, so the Mishra doesn't have to speak out everything. So the Gemara says, Diktani. No good. Why? It says in the Mishnah, um, um, Zehu This is the case. That's trying to exclude something. So you can't tell me that like, nah, they're all the same. Gitin has its cases, Kedushin has its cases, they're all the same. It just didn't list everything. It says Zehu, Suffolk Erishin. That, that, that implies it's coming to exclude something. So Gemara says, no, no, no. My Zehu Diktani, Elam Rava, Kol Sheyesh B'Kedushin, Yesh B'Gerishin. Yesh B'Gerishin, Mashem B'Kedushin. V'Zehu B'Gerishin, Lav Davka, El Mishim Tana Zehu B'Kedushin, Tana Zehu Nami, Zehu G'Erishin. V'Zehu G'Dushin, Lamiti, Amai, Lamiti Zman, Deleke B'Kedushin. You know, the Gemara says, no. Every case by Gerishin applies by Kedushin. Um, every, I'm sorry, every case by Kedushin applies to Gerishin. So the case where you threw it, Suffolk Karavloi, Suffolk Karavloi, that would be a Suffolk get, and you wouldn't need Chalitza, and it just wasn't listed in the Mishnah, because the Mishnah wasn't list, interested in listing every case. He agrees with that premise. I, it says Zehu. The answer is, there is one case that applies to Gittin that does not apply to Kedushin. And that is, one of the cases of Suffolk Gittin does not make a Suffolk Kedushin. And what's that? One of the cases of Suffolk Gittin is where you did not, you, you omitted the date. If you write a get without the date, it is not a valid get rabbinically. Kedushin, if you were to have a star Kedushin, not a Ksupa, a star Kedushin, which we don't have, because we don't have star Kedushins, we just give the ring. But let's say you were to hand a star that says, Hare Mekudesh Asleeb, Ishtar Zu, and you were to omit the date, that'd be fun. That wouldn't even be a suffix, that'd be fun. That's what the Mishnah, so really every case in Gitin applies to Kedushin and vice versa. I, the Mishnah, says Zehu. That means there is one case that doesn't apply, and that's omitting a date. Okay. So now from here into the Mishnah, we're going to try to figure out why is that. New, new topic. Basically, forget everything that we had till now. A get that is missing the date is invalid rabbinically, but a Kedushin that's missing the date is valid rabbinically. Why? Why? What's the difference? So it's a basic question. Yeah. But if there's one exception of a case, 
So it seems like it would be this one with the date. Why would they miss that instead of this whole? There must be something else coming out of this. The, the but, no, because it could be that the reason is because this is more of a side point to the laws of Kedushin, and the Mishnah doesn't didn't want to really get into it. Because the truth I'm is, I know, I know, but my point is, it, it, it's it's a it's a good point, but like the truth is, now we're entering like a Kedushin and Gittin sugya, like it's not a Yavama sugya anymore. That maybe that's why the Mishnah didn't want to speak it out. But the point is, the Gemara's conclusion is, if you were to throw a get Suffolk Carvalho, Suffolk Carvalho, it would actually be a Suffolk get, just like it's a Suffolk Kedushin. I, it's not listed in the mission. Okay, the mission didn't list everything. What's the one exception? A get without a date, invalid rabbinically. A kedushin without a date, valid. Question is why? So, I'll tell you outside, then we'll see it inside. Um, and that is, there's two reasons why you need a date on a get. There's two reasons. I'll tell you the two reasons. Huh? No. It's actually interesting. Close, actually close. The first reason is very simple, and that is financial. While they're married, the husband has certain rights to her property. Once they're divorced, he can't touch her property. So if she takes him to court, and she's like, he's still using my property, and he's like, "Uh, we're not divorced yet, I gave you the get yesterday. She's like, no, look, it says December. The point is that that can protect her because she could prove that he's been taking her property past the date. Okay, that's the first reason. That would not apply to Kedushin because he's not taking her property in a state of Kedushin. He only gets her property after the Chuppah. Meaning, he doesn't have financial rights to anything. Nothing kicks in until after the actual marriage. So that's the first reason, and that would actually explain why there's no date. That's the Gemara says. The Gemara says... How come you don't need a date by the Kedushan? If you understand that the reason why you need, a get by, uh, you need a date by the get is to protect her if he continues using her property unlawfully, that would explain why you don't need that by Kedushan because there's no, there's no property at that point. But the problem is there's a second reason. It's actually a very interesting reason. The reason is your niece. We've already seen that they used to marry relatives, Okay. Generally, when a woman marries a man and she commits adultery, the man doesn't really care for her anymore, right? That's usually the most healthy approach. Like, if she commits adultery, that uh, we're done. Even though committing adultery will get her killed, well, she shouldn't have done it. That, that, that's like the, the cold truth of how people are. What if you're married to your niece? She's your niece. She commits adultery. You know what you might do? You might say, she was already divorced. If you don't write the date on the get, right? If you don't write the date on the get, and she commits adultery in June, you'll just, you'll give her a get. And you'll be like, there's no date on it. Just tell people you got divorced already. Tell people you're divorced. Okay, help her to protect her. Because then she's already divorced and it wasn't adultery. Then she, they were already divorced. Meaning, the reason why you write the get is because we're afraid that if the man finds out that she's been adultery and he cares about her because she, she's his niece, or, or by the way, or just Stam, he has a, he likes his ex-wife, whatever it is. We're afraid that he'll give her a, de- a get without a date, claim that they were divorced at the time, even though they weren't, and then she'll never get the death penalty. That's the reason by get. The problem is that should apply to Kedushin as well, right? She commits adultery. Right, but after Kedushin, right? After Kedushin, she also can't live with anyone. So they get they get they have Kedushin. She lives with someone, he finds out, 
if he doesn't have a date, why doesn't he do the same thing? He'll give her a Kedushin without a date and be, be like, we got Kedushin afterwards. Don't, don't, don't tell anybody. Meaning it should be the same premise. If the purpose of a date is to prevent someone from protecting his wife in case of adultery, that should apply to Kedushin as well. So the Gemara says, Well, what's the difference? So the Gemara says very practically, um, the reason, the reason why is Mishum Deika, the Mekadesh Bekisva, the Mekadesh Bestar, or Litikin Rabbanon. Most kedushins are not done on a star, which means most kedushins are dateless. Right? When you give her a ring, there's no date there. It's just a ring. There's no date. So because kedushin is generally done without a date, so they kept it by star is also without a date. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. Amar Lei Ravacha Beri Rav Yosef the Ravashi Haavda Deika the Kani Bekis Deika Bestara Litikin Rabbanon Zman. Every time you buy a slave. You can buy them with cash, you can buy them with a document. If you buy them with a document, you need to put the date on it. So, so Kedushin also. Yeah, you could Mekadosh her with a ring. Okay, but if you choose to do it with a shtar, you should have a date. Like, I don't understand. Why is that a reason? The answer is, Ruba Bishtar. Hacha Ruba Kisva. The majority of Kedushins are not done with a shtar. Meaning, out of all your life, listen, you guys, what, you say, 30s or 40s. Right? You've probably seen a lot of Kedushins before. Have you ever seen a shtar? No. It's not done. So, Exactly, I've seen some too. So the point is, because it's not done with a star, they never were instituted. The Gemara is a kasha. Ibo Yisem, another answer, we'll get to the Mishnah. Another answer is, Mishum Delay Another reason why we don't put a, a date on the Kedushin is because it's not going to help anything. Why? Who's going to keep the star Kedushin? I'll just speak it outside. If you give it to her, she'll just erase the date. If you give it to him, and he cares about her, he'll erase the date. If you give it to the witnesses to hold on to, then if they remember when it took place, they don't need a date. If they don't remember, then the date's not going to help because they can't testify based on what's written anyway. I mean, it's also, it's like, who's going to keep the star? Like, if you're so worried about people tampering, like, like you're giving it to the people that you're afraid are going to tamper. So, by the way, Gerishin also, that's the Gemara's going to ask. So the Gemara says, Hey, what are you supposed to do? Leave the star by her, machala. She'll erase the date. If you leave by the husband, if he cares about her, he'll also erase it. If you leave it by the Edim, if they remember when it took place, they don't need the date. And if they don't remember, then they're going to look at the date and testify based on what they read, which is also an invalid testimony. So the Gemara says, so therefore, you can't leave the, you can't put the date by the kedushin because who's going to hold on to it? So the Gemara says Gavin's question, which is Ihacha begerish and nami. So to begin, if you're afraid that people are going to tamper, then also who are you going to leave the get by? Her shall tamper him. So you know the Gemara says, Hasam You know the difference is, buy a get, buy a get. Overall, it helps her. She'll hold on to the get, and we're not afraid of tampering. Overall, the get will help her. By Kedushin, it'll just hurt her. I'll tell you why. If you if you find out that a woman who's married committed adultery and you're not sure exactly when, if she's married already, meaning she's not divorced yet, status quo is that she's married. She'll get killed, right? The get pr- proves that she's divorced. So overall, the get will help her. The Kedushin, before the Kedushin came into play, she was single. The Kedushin just hurts her. The Kedushin will never, it will generally not help. It could help, but statistically, the get will help her because that'll prove she's single. The Kedushin will prove she's married. By Kedushin, in general, it, 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 it creates problems. Therefore, we're afraid more of tampering. Let's just finish up the daf. This last case we've already had, and that is, Mishnah says, Gimel Achen Nesuin Gimel Nochreis. 
three brothers are married to three different women, not related. One of them dies, so Reuven dies. Instead of Shimon taking her in, Shimon does Mimer. So now Shimon has two wives. He has his wife, and then he has Reuven's widow that he did Mimer to. Okay? And then Shimon dies. So the question is, can Levi do Yibam? Why not? So you remember, we've had this before. Reuven's widow is bound to two homes. She's bound to Reuven's house, because she's Reuven's widow. But she's also kind of Shimon's widow. Meaning, if Shimon took her in, then she becomes Shimon's wife. But Shimon did Mimer. So Shimon like created a, a connection. So she's connected to both Reuven and Shimon. There's a special Xeris HaKasav. You don't do Yibam on a woman who's connected to two, two houses. Okay. The Gemara says, She's bound to two houses. She's bound to two houses. You don't do Yibam. You do Chalitza. So the Gemara says, Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon, if you remember, Rav Shimon held, he wasn't sure whether Maimer does anything. Meaning, Rav Shimon holds, you're not bound to two houses. You're either entirely Reuven's wife, because the Maimer did nothing, or you're entirely Shimon's wife, because the Maimer is everything. And because we're not sure whether the Maimer is something or not, uh, there were people talking upstairs, so it was just easier to come down here. So the point is, we're, we're finishing up. So the point is, because we're not sure whether Maimer does anything or not, what we do is we do Yibam to one, and we do Chalitza to the other. You can't do Yibam to both, because maybe they're really both co-wives of Shimon. You don't want to do Chalitza to both, because maybe, and you can't just do Yibam to one and exempt the other. So you do Yibam to one and to Chalitza to the other. So we're not sure. Let's just finish up. According to the Rabbanon, if she's connected to Reuben and Shimon, you do Chalitza. Because of this Pasuk. Let me ask you a question. If there's a Pasuk that says that she's exempt, shouldn't she potter from everything? Isn't she an erva? So the Gemara says, If this is a legitimate drasha, that she's exempt from everything, then she shouldn't need chalitza either. Right? If this is a special xeris akasiv, that when you're bound to two houses, you're potter, you should be potter legamri. So it must be, says the Gemara, Really, really, the answer is the way Rashi explains. Midaraisa, Mimer is nothing, which means Midaraisa. You have these two women that came from Shimon's house. One is really Reuven's widow. One is really Shimon's widow. And the truth is, Midaraisa, you should do even to both because they're not sisters. They're not related. But we're afraid that people will think Mimer does something, and people will think that you could take two women and do Yibam to two co-wives. But really, Meikar Adin, Midar Raisa, Mimer did nothing. So the Gemara says, uh, Oh, so let me ask you a question. If really they're not bound at all, you should do Yibam to one and Chalitza to the other. Why do you do Chalitza to both? The Gemara says, Because we're afraid that if you do Yibam to one and Chalitza to the other, then people are going to think that by two co-wives, you could do Yibam to one and Chalitza to the other. So the Gemara says, So do that. What does it hurt? If you do Yibam to one and you do Chalitza to the other, you didn't have to. It doesn't hurt. The answer is, the case is, we're afraid that someone will think you could do Yibam Chalitza to two co-wives, but they think they're going to do Chalitza first and then Yibam. And once you do Chalitza to one co-wife, both co-wives are out. If you do Yibam subsequently, that is Yibam Shalayba Maka Mitzvah, which is Chayv Kars. Alright, we'll maybe review this last part tomorrow. Shkaya